Welcome to the Organic MD Podcast. My name is Carlisle, and I am here with Dr. Damon Miller. We are continuing our exploration of the COVID-19 virus and all the things that we can do for our health. And so we're here today. This particular installment is going to look at different supplements and ways that we can continue to boost our immunity and keep ourselves as healthy as possible. How, how are things going today, Dr. Miller? Well, thank, thank you. Thanks, Carlisle. Today, things are good. I mean, I just sort of feel like I'm taking this and my family as well, taking it one day at a time. But today, today I'm strong and healthy and uh, an abundance of health to you and to your family as well. I just, uh, that's, that's the one kind of abundance that I think will carry us through all of this, an abundance of health. I agree. So, uh, yeah, but thank you. I just, I did, I want to just do a little bit of an intro here. Uh, well, two things, really. Those of you who are new to this podcast, if you look at the other episodes, you'll see that a lot of the episodes in the first part of this podcast were devoted to eye health. That's something we work a lot with. Right now, obviously, we're putting our attention to what's really the pressing issue in everybody's mind, which is, is there something you can do about this virus? The answer is a simple yes, there is. Remember, I'm a Western doctor, but I, you know, as the organic MD, I'm interested in whatever works. So things that are safe and that work are really what we're all about here. And in terms of background for this, uh, if you look, the most recent experience that the world has had with a coronavirus epidemic was the SARS epidemic in 2002 and 2003. That's just another coronavirus. This is dubbed SARS-2. That was SARS-1. And that was mostly, most of the cases there were in China, but China had some great uh, experience with this. And in China, just for those of you who don't know, if you have means, if you have money in China and you need to go to the hospital or you need health care, the centers that would cater to you, the centers that you would go to are ones that mix both Eastern and Western medicine. The Chinese love Western medicine, um, but they also, they love what works. And so the people who got that original SARS virus, that original coronavirus back in 2002, 2003, uh, the ones, the the Chinese citizens who got really sick and were taken to one of the hospitals that combined traditional Chinese medicine, Chinese herbs, and the best that Western medicine has to offer, in those hospitals, no one died. And this was an infection that was killing uh, 5% of everybody who got it. So that's pretty impressive. No one died. Um, there was also in the, uh, in the epidemic, the pandemic that everyone talks about the one, the Spanish flu pandemic in 2017, 2018, 2019, there was a lot of work in Europe looking at ways to try and treat this because there were no uh, traditional medicines that, or, I mean, there were no Western allopathic medicines that treated it, but there was quite a tradition there of Western herbal medicine and homeopathic medicine. And there were uh, people who were doing this and gathering data at that time, and 100,000 people were followed who were treated with mostly homeopathics and some herbal remedies. And uh, again, virtually no one died who was treated with those remedies. And again, this was a, a very, a lot of a high percentage of people with the Spanish flu died, depending on where you were at, it was anywhere from 5% to 20%. So uh, having no one die, that's that's quite a track record. And so what we're talking about, yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. 
No, that's that's good. That's a good track record. To have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, and there are we've been for years, we've been using what we call our cold and flu kit. Um, and I just wanted to talk about how that relates to the coronavirus because it, it does relate. It's it's relevant and it's something these are things that I'm going to suggest you'd want to have on hand so that, God forbid, you should come down with symptoms that seem like they're uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 symptoms that you'd have things on hand to treat it. The goal, you, you can't eliminate it. You're, it's possible that we're all going to get this. The goal is to have an immune system that's able to confront it and deal with it in an effective way so that you may have, you know, a flu-like illness, but it doesn't get spiral out of control and wind, you know, you wind up in an intensive care unit on a ventilator. And that's what these remedies can do is they can support you in a way that you can fight this thing and keep it under control. So it doesn't, doesn't really sicken you to the point where you need to be hospitalized. So I just, um, so I'm, I'm just curious, you know, I, we all have things we do when we get colds and flu. I'm curious, you know, Carlisle, through your life, what, what kinds of things you've done that have worked for you? Well, I, I must say I benefited from a very, very young age, both my parents, uh, although my dad initially, uh, it, it took a while for him to realize uh, that, uh, oh, what I eat um, profoundly affects uh, my well-being and health. And uh, when I was a kid, he was very heavy and then he changed his diet and uh, lost like 100 pounds or something. and. Uh, really trend he he definitely changed after that but both of them very much embodied paying attention to what i you know what you were eating and different supplements and things like that and that so i i had a good start starting block i would say in terms of trying to do things on a regular basis all year round that just supports my immune system like a good dose of vitamin c every day uh B and D3. And uh, sometimes like I use something now called counterattack, which is a herbal supplement that's, that helps if you're feeling fluish. So I don't take that every day, but if uh, right now I am just for safety's sake. So I've tried to do, do a variety of things and it's the kind of thing where I try to do it throughout the day and there are things, especially like vitamin C, that I definitely make sure I, I do every day, at least a thousand milligrams a day, just as that that kind of ongoing, steady, everyday dose. But but that seems to help me is is that uh, keeping it consistent all the time, because I think sometimes what happens is, oh, I'm not feeling well, so I do a little bit of boost, and then I feel better, and then I forget about it and don't do anything until the next time I'm not feeling well, as opposed to if you just did a certain dose of something every day as a, as a kind of ongoing routine, that that can actually make sure that you don't ever get sick, or at least the, the, the times between you're not feeling well are much farther apart. Right. Well, boy, my, my hat's off to your parents because that, that was um, some really good habits they, they, got you into there so thank you i mean we also loved our haagen ice cream so i mean well, you know, yeah, we, yeah, no. we had our moments but uh yeah so yeah so just well that's good because you kind of touched on i, I mean i think of this as sort of a three-part 
thing. And I'm just saying, just so you can kind of have a rationale how, how to put it together. I'm going to name some products in a bit, but, um, but if you understand the concepts, you know, you may find that you have things that you've been using that fit into that schema, that, that uh, plan that I'm, I'm going to propose that, uh, you know, just keep using what you know has worked for you. So we talked about the vitamin D in the previous podcast and the vitamin D is critical. The vitamin D is something you want to be taking all year round. If you do D get D3, sick. D3 though, right? D3. I'm sorry, vitamin D3, yes. And uh, and interestingly, even, you know, we quoted a study from the New England Journal of Medicine, a fairly prestigious conservative journal in terms of what it recommends. And in that article in the New England Journal that was talking about kind of the epidemic of vitamin D deficiency in this country and all the problems that it causes, their recommendation was 50,000 international units of vitamin D3 a week for just about everybody one year and older, um, more if you're sick. So the vitamin D3 is definitely one of those things you want to be taking on a regular basis. And But if you do get sick, it can be useful to do kind of mega doses of vitamin D3. What I recommend to people is that you take 50,000 international units a day for three days in a row at the beginning of the illness. And that just generally fires up and boosts the ability of your immune cells to respond to the virus. The other thing that's part of that acute first three-day regimen uh, is vitamin A. And I'm recommending large doses of vitamin A, but if you're going to take large doses of vitamin A, it needs to be in a very specialized form. And that form is called mycelized vitamin A. Mycelized is a way you physically package the vitamin A into little micelles, but the way you package them makes it partly water soluble. And that makes it almost impossible to overdose on it. So you want to do about a dropper full of the liquid mycelized vitamin A, which is about 400, 500,000 international units. Do that twice a day for three days. And you probably only need a few drops of that solution a day to keep yourself healthy. And the vitamin C is the same thing. The way you're describing it, taking a, you know, some kind of a dose of vitamin C every day, 1,000 milligrams. Linus Pauling used to recommend that uh, anything, if you wanted to be taking vitamin C every day, take at least 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. But hmm. do what works for you. And the vitamin C can also be boosted to huge amounts. If you have a form of vitamin C, uh, we use a product called Vitality C, which was designed to allow people to get doses orally that would be equal to what you would get through an intravenous in vitamin C infusion. Uh, so if you had cancer or something, you could dose yourself daily and not have to run in and get a needle stuck in your arm every day. But you know, if you have access to that kind of a vitamin C, then you'd want to take about uh, 25 or 30 or 40 thousand milligrams a day. If you try to do that with regular vitamin C, you'll just, um, but vitamin C can also be used as an antiviral. Well, what I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Miller, you, you cut out a little okay, bit. Okay. So just, yeah. Um, so in terms because, because that vitality C is that particular product is designed or formulated in a way in which you can have a higher dose of the C and it doesn't exactly make you sick. Whereas if you used, if you took, if you had 40 packets a day or, or however many packets a day of emergency, for an example, you, that would likely not oh, you'd, be, you'd be crying for you. You'd be sitting on the toilet and, and unhappy, very unhappy. Yeah. So the Vitality C, that's a, that's a brand from American Nutraceuticals. That's, that's the one that allows you to take large oral doses. Um, 
and then so that's those are sort of things that really fire up an immune response in a big way. The vitality C is kind of a crossover product because large large doses of vitamin C, whether given intravenously or um, using a specialized form like vitality C where you can take it orally, are actually antiviral. And there are hospitals in this country who are treating people with COVID-19 infections that wind up in the intensive care unit. They're treating them with intravenous vit vitamin C. Um, and you know that's the one that's one thing that you can offer california allows that um but then there are other antivirals you can use so that's so part one is just really firing up your innate immunity making sure your body is really in top shape to do what it does best which is deal with these odd infections like viruses for which there are no allopathic medicines step two is things that are antiviral and so uh large doses of vitamin C intravenously or with a specialized oral form, those are antiviral. But then there are some herbs that are also antiviral. And we recommend those, the ones we use for this particular coronavirus infection. It's a combination of two products from a company called Nutramedics, um, which is uh, Takuna, T-A-K-U-N-A, and also Barbary, B-A-R-B-E-R-R-Y. And it's really important. These are widely available, but you want the products from Nutramedics, because Nutramedics imprints their products with energetic signatures like homeopathics, which makes them much better than simply the uh, herbal essence. So you can find tinctures of Barbary from other companies, but it's just the herb. You want the, the Nutramedics product that has the herb and the homeopathics together. And um, we have... Uh, there'll be a download on the podcast page where you can get the dosing for all this stuff. And then the final thing, the third, I said there are three, three categories here. So the first is things that fire up your innate natural immunity. The second thing is things that are particularly antiviral. And the third thing is sort of uh, things that treat the other infections. And so uh, that could be Chinese herbs if you're having a lot of cough or phlegm. Uh, there's a Western herb that's been heavily studied uh, called N-acetylcysteine or N-A-C, N like Nancy, A-C, N-acetylcysteine. And that you would take a gram or two of that a day or more um, if you're having a lot of lung problems. And what that does is it takes the secretions in the lungs and um, breaks them down so that, yes, you still have secretions in your lungs, but you can easily cough them out as opposed to it becoming a thick mucus that just clogs everything up. Um, and then there's some uh, other Chinese herbs if you have access to them and you have someone who knows how to prescribe them that can be useful here too. But those are, those are rather specialized. It isn't a one size fits all thing. And so I'm not gonna name those here, but it's enough if you do the vitamin D, the vitamin A, the Takuna and the Barbary. And then the final thing, um, which is sort of in that other category, the third category, are things that regulate natural immunity. They don't necessarily boost it, but if it's fired up, it's too high, they'll bring it down to a point where it functions well. If it's too low, it'll bring it up. And so that herbal product you mentioned, uh, the natural, it was natural defense, is that what it was? Um, uh, Counterattack. Counterattack, okay. Counterattack is an herbal thing. The one that we've used for years is a uh, wild crafted noni, N-O-N-I. It's a 
tropical fruit, but it has very strong immune properties. And so that's, that's what we've used, but people use echinacea. They use uh, also called Sambuca. They use, mm. I mean, Sambuca is elderberry. I'm sorry. They, people use echinacea. They use elderberry or Sambuca. They use combo products um, like the one that Carlisle mentioned. We use the Noni because that's really worked well for us. But, you know, if you have a product like that, that you've used and it's worked for you, that's what you'd want to be using. And, uh, and then the final thing is a, a rather specialized thing. The, uh, there is a, I, I don't want to go into, into this deeply, but there's something that happens that seems to happen more in younger people who get really sick with the coronavirus. And in fact, it is kind of a part of the cascade that leads to them getting really sick where they're hospitalized, even close to death. And that's called a cytokine storm. So, uh, and it, it's believed to happen mainly in people who were really not that healthy to begin with. I mean, they were functioning at a high level. They, they thought they were okay, but they were really harboring some pretty significant inflammation, even health problems under the surface. And along, they get whacked by this coronavirus and, uh, their inflammation levels just, just explode and it can be fatal. And so the reason I'm mentioning this is because there is something you can do for that. Um, there have been work in just the last decade on the value of hydrogen, of all things, hydrogen, you know, like H2O, hydrogen makes up two of the molecules in water. It's everywhere. It's what you put in balloons at a party to make them float, it's what you fill dirigibles with, but it also tends to be in the human body, very anti-inflammatory, specifically acting to counter the inflammatory effects of cytokines. Hmm. Now, you can't like just put a tank of hydrogen in a doctor's office or in your home. It's a highly flammable explosive gas. But people have worked out ways to make uh, little fizzy pills that when you put them in water, they dissolve and they release hydrogen and charge the water with hydrogen. Then you drink the water and then you get a dose of hydrogen. And if you're in the middle of a cytokine storm and you take some of that hydrogen water uh, multiple times a day, you know, probably making a making up a pint of it every hour or two, um, it can it can basically short circuit that cytokine storm. So if you have an underlying disease, if you have chronic Lyme disease or chronic Epstein-Barr or chronic CMV or herpes 6 or on and on and on, you know, you, you know you've got some kind of underlying disease, you'd want to have some of those hydrogen pills, the H2 pills hmm. on hand because uh, in the middle of a cytokine storm, you're not going to find them. This is stuff you all, all this stuff you really want to, if you're not already using it, you want to have it on hand. You don't want to be scrambling, waiting for Amazon to tell you that it's going to be three weeks before they can deliver something. Uh, Cause you'll be, you'll be sorry. So that's, that's the basic uh, cold and flu kit now adapted for the coronavirus. And uh, you can find these things. Uh, we do have a store at bettereyehealthstore.com um, and uh, or just send us an email through uh, the, the website. There's a contact form. You can just say, where do I find this stuff? If you don't remember the Better Eye Health Store link. Um, but do encourage you to do the basics, at least take the vitamin D regularly, but have these other things on hand if you're in an area that's got a lot of coronavirus because it's not going to be over for a while. I just heard uh, uh, of all people, the people who have been the most um, 
forthcoming about what the forecast really is for when things are going to be back to normal are the financial people. And so people at the World Health Organization, people at the Federal Reserve Bank, you know, they're saying it's going to be lucky if things even start to look normal by July. So we got we got some more some more uh, sheltering in place to be done here. I'm getting good at it. <laughs> uh, also, I just I thought I would add, and I think maybe this falls into the third category. Yeah. We talk about this a lot in the health eating workshop, and just the stuff you talk about in terms of how our bodies often, at least a Western diet, can can create a more inflamed internal environment, just if we're eating a lot of wheat and a lot of dairy and a lot of uh, all of those things that just can inflame our systems. And so also just with all the supplements and everything else, even if you don't really like greens or, uh, or some fiber or stuff like that, incorporating that into your diet a little bit, uh, Um, and like I said, one of the great solutions for me is making smoothies where, you know, if I don't want to cook a lot of vegetables and rice or whatever, I can blend veggies and some good fibrous fruit in a smoothie, drink that. Uh, and that at least is a way to kind of get that other stuff in your body. Um, we talked a lot about, uh, hot lemon water in the morning. Uh, right, is can right. be can be really helpful, even though lemon juice itself is acidic. But when you add hot water and cook it a little bit, it changes its dynamic so that when you drink it, it actually makes your body more alkaline, which is better. And um, so there are some other things too that are again this kind of global supporting your body, so that if it is having to deal with a virus, it's also you, all the things that you're putting in your system with these supplements and things like that, for them to be even most effective, making sure that your body can use it all as opposed to it doesn't know what to do with everything because you're, you know, if your diet's not been too great uh, or you're in panic mode and you're eating a lot of cookie dough. <laughs> right. If you're on a yeah. strict cookie dough diet, um, <laughs> you might want to you might want to throw just a couple greens in there. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe that's the next diet craze. But, you know, it just goes back to what your parents did. You know, you all these things that uh, you can do with diet to make you healthier, you know, so the keeping your body alkaline, which is mostly a dietary thing, um, having adequate intake of omega-3 fatty acids, that's a dietary thing, keeping the, you know, all the vegetable oils that tend to be rather inflammatory, um, eating the greens, eating, you know, not eating foods that are especially modern foods like modern wheat and stuff that are just inflammatory and just about everybody, you know, so that you're right. I mean, those are all just back to the basics here of do, do what it takes to be healthy and, and you will be. So, well, let's, let's, let's leave it there for now. And again, uh, if you're interested in any of these things and you don't know where else to get them, you know, we have them at uh, better and just uh, look up cold and flu That'll take you to the cold and flu kit and all the pieces in it. And uh, any, anything more before we sign off today, Carlisle? No, and you can also go to organicmd.com. We have lots of articles and things about different subjects. Yeah. So, you know, you are you have this great opportunity right now to be lounging at home. <laughs> so, um, if you know, take that extra time to read up and learn. And um, we'll look forward to 
talking more soon. Yeah, well, here's here's to your health. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.